Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. Hey, thanks for the hand motion. I mean, I don't give hand things motions. Yeah, you you have kind of given up, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Enthusiastic. Wells is here. Yeah. Wells is here. Wells is here. And and Jonathan's back. I am. For show two. That very couch right Two weeks in a row. Gross. Well, you put the lotion on the skin, you get to sleep on the couch again. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the jokes never end with that today. <clears throat> yeah, they're not good jokes, though. That's the problem. I know. I'm kind of yeah. like waiting for that day, and it just hasn't come. You mean kind of like, wow. <sighs> <laughs> and then Chuck's like, I don't get it. And then I said to him, like, two YouTubes. He's like, okay, I'm sorry I asked. Yeah. 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 yeah I saw that. That's what happens, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, kind of like when craft breweries get crazy and decide they're going to start just dropping prices on things. That just kind of happens. Yeah, we talked about that last show a little bit. Um, yeah. Jeff, Jeff jumps the gun. I jumped the gun a little bit, but it was kind of, it was a salient point then. It was. And and so we're talking a little bit more about it now. But uh, Founders is really kind of going after the price market, uh, which is kind of a scary thing. But on the same token, like as a consumer, like you short term, it seems like it's a good idea at the time. But uh, long term, I'm worried about what it means for the rest of craft beer because you've got so Founders is putting out 15 pack all day, 15 pack solid gold, mm-hmm. and they're pricing it like super aggressively. You know, on the flip side, Evil Twin slash Westbrook has a beer that has 83 words in the name. Yep, and it's twenty seven dollars. Yep, for 22 ounces. And so well, and, and so kind of to rewind this whole thing, so Founders started this. With all day, I remember seeing those fifteen packs of all day going. Holy shit! You're really pricing it at this yeah. price point. They're like, barely more than a buck a can. There's suitcases of craft beer. Like a oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now all of a sudden, you see everybody doing it. Like Southern Tears doing it, and yeah. Saranac's doing it. Like all these other places are doing it. But at that price point, it is so hard to ignore that the, sometimes. I, I'll tell you, I have one of each in my fridge right now, an all uh, day what? and a solid gold. Okay. Wow. And it's just it's wow they're good wow they're they're good their price was right and fridge beer fridge beer yeah i I mean yeah which we need to do another one of those at some point but um that's not a coors banquet right exactly it's not a coors it's not the champagne of beer mind you however not a miller because i mean honestly before i got into craft beer it was i would have a suitcase of coors bank banquet or i'd have a suitcase of miller in my fridge at all times you're not drinking MGD light, man. I don't know what to tell you. We could do a blind tasting of like, you know, some of the top blogger brands on the show, like just beer one through six. Yeah, I, I think that that needs to happen. We've joked around about doing that for some time, and it, we really need to get to the point where we just bite the bullet and do, do it. Do like half macros. Do, half. do a do a blind like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Blind yellow beers. All right. Uh, you've got at least a month before I leave, so if we want to plan that out. At least. I'd say let's do it. We, well, we don't get the six months notice that we do with the uh, 300 episode show? No. That's bullshit. No. Then episode Super two is going to be all bourbon stouts, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Here, you drink this fizzy yellow stuff. Now drink all these bourbon stouts. <laughs> well, we have the fizzy yellow in one show, and we can maybe time it along with the uh, bourbon county release so we can like blindly oh, rate there all, you the, go. all the fizzy yellow imperial stouts. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Or they probably make it a fizzy yellow imperial stout. That's the move. That's what I'm waiting for. Goose Island, bourbon canning, brown stout, and it'll basically, they'll just take a lager 
and they'll barrel age it, and they'll call it a barrel aged golden stout. And the rubes will drink it. That's two episodes. And they will trade them like $100 a piece. It'll go on the secondary market for $5,000. All right, so now back to the actual Sorry, article in, in question. Uh, so basically, Founders is saying they have, in all likelihood, probably tripled what they have forecasted selling these suitcases at a fairly low, low rate, which is pretty impressive, if you ask me. I mean, you're going into a market, and, and again, as we discussed, and they started this in 2016 with All Day IPA as, as a suitcase, and then as things have gotten more popular, Mosaic's in a suitcase now, and, and that's... Trying to think, that was number two, if I remember right, because All Day was such a huge success. PC uh, Pills. Yeah, PC Pills. Like You'll see these suitcases. They're almost seasonal suitcases at this point, except for All Day. All Day's always there, but it always seems to be a rotating suitcase after that. But they're basically tripling their forecast. Jeff just said he has, he's got two of them. They're actually doubling. Why does mine say tripled? We'll probably finish triple what we forecasted. Though as of late August, sales had doubled rather than tripled. Oh, okay. There we go. It's the it's, it's the other it's part. It's literally of that the thing that, that you highlighted, highlighted on the screen. You shut your mouth. It's blue. <laughs> yeah, I can't see it. It's blue. It's but you you highlighted that. Well, I just because it's not the first thing. I don't care. Well, right, fine. They doubled. That's still impressive. So they've had success, and that's amazing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, if you're I mean, not that it's ama- okay, like, so it's not that it's amazing they've had success because Founders does good beer. What I think is amazing is that they have they have found like a foothold in the market because one of the things we talk about a lot on the show is that there's never any lack of new beer to try. No, it's never. so to have something that is repeatable that has people coming back time and time again that people are willing to commit to a fifteen pack even. That's what they're doing. They're giving you your craft ish. Yeah. Uh, beer, or fridge beer. It's so, like, it's great, you know, if you're going to go to the beach or the pool or out on the lake or whatever. Now you can buy craft and it's in an easy can format. You can even buy Founders beer. I know. And it, it's great. It, they're no longer a craft brewery because of. Oh, that's right. That's right. Craft ish. Oh, that's right. A third of them is owned by an outside company. I feel dirty now. I forgot about that. But then we they, we yeah. talk about this so much. Like I know, I know. I'm just being. A you're dick be, with you're playing devil's advocate. And I totally at least get that. it's not ABI, no. right? It's it's well, not AB number one, number two. It's not. It's not Sam. Yeah, I mean, and, and, uh, you know, and, and I've never. I don't really know, but I haven't heard anything like you know as egregious that San Miguel right is doing in the marketplace right. Like and ABI. I was say as a Michigan boy, like well, it's hard to give up. I mean, you know, right. that was that was a. A crux for me when that happened because I was like, "Oh, what do I do? Is this really bad? Is this good? Am I going to keep buying founders? Well, so far I have. Yeah, okay. I, you know, I, I think I do too. I think well, it goes back I, to one I of those things. Stopped. I mean, yeah, I, I don't look at founders as non-craft beer. I know by the the definition that's out there because they have a they have too large of a stake owned by somebody who's not a craft brewery. Um, technically, makes them not a craft brewery. Or but, independent, as they're saying now. Or independent, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I don't... I still see them as a small enough operation, even though they're a medium enough operation, that they're putting out craft beer, not mass market beer. Not Boston Lager. Agreed. And I think even in this article, it mentions, like, Dayblazer, 
yeah. uh, New Belgium, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're also doing large format packs of that. On the, I don't know if it's as cheap as what Founders is kicking out, but apparently it's cheapish. And that's the thing, you know. So one of the reasons I picked up that pack of uh, Founders Golden, number one, I'd never had it before, and I had not heard anything bad about it. Founders is the name I trust. Are you talking about solid gold? The solid gold. I'm sorry. What did I say? The golden. But we did that on the show like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. You bought it, it came after. Out of that, no, no. It came out of that case. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay, okay. With you now. Yeah, yeah. And, But also, it was a 15-pack of lager for 15 or 16 bucks. Yeah, I was going to say, the average price for these is 16 bucks. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, kind of a no-brainer. I mean, to have a good craft lager in your fridge is not a terrible thing. I mean, when you think about it, what a, a case of anything from AB, Miller, or Coors is, what, eight bucks maybe? Yeah, eight or nine bucks. Spend a couple of extra bucks. You at least feel a little bit better about where your money's going, and you know you're getting a quality product. At least, if you're talking all day, I can't speak to... Like, solid gold we had, we enjoyed. We just don't know if, like... What are you looking for? You're looking I just looking for that at the we don't, we don't know if it's, like, a rice adjunct beer. Uh, corn. Was, I did find it was corn. Oh, it is corn. Okay. Yeah, they use corn. Which is nothing... There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that the, that's wrong. Lots of breweries here in town are using corn in their lagers. Yeah. Who? Well... Spill uh, names. Most. Well, Lenny Boy. They okay. make their life in the South, which is great. It's corn. Yeah. Corn star. Uh, yeah. Noda has their grits. IPA. True yeah. grit. Yeah. yeah, true grit. You know, it's which I would well, never mind. Forget it. I was like, come on, spill your beans, spill your beef. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Who's cheating, man? I want to know. Who's cheating? Uh so I don't know. I think this is very fascinating to see. I d I didn't know what you were looking for. I was looking for that other bottle. It's gonna be oh. interesting to see though if it's gonna break out like these larger upper tier craft breweries, if there's gonna end what up about being like southern uh, tiers. With me southern uh, upper tiers. Well, I don't know, like anybody in those top twenty right. whatever, is there gonna be a price war for these cheaper I mean I'm sure it's already kinda happening. But Well, yeah, and, and like you were discussing earlier, Dayblazer is, is coming out in this larger format, which I feel like like I said earlier, um, so Founders was first. I've seen 21st Amendment doing the big suitcases. I've seen... I know New Belgium's doing the big suitcase. I'm trying to think who else I've seen in the big suitcase format. But those are the ones that are really like popping out on the top of my head. Allagash just announced that they're going oh. to start canning Allagash White. Yeah, oh, classic that. is that. Wow. Over. Yeah. Now, seriously, they start rolling that out even closer to that price point, which I know they won't. If, if, if they dare get that at a price point where Blue Moon is, I legit think Game they over. could bury Blue Moon. Oh, yeah. Well, if it's two or three bucks more than a Blue Moon, it's huge. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because that's always the problem. It's, you know, people are like, well, I like to drink Blue Moon. Well, you need to try Allagash White. Well, it's twice as much as Blue Moon. Exactly. Yep. So oh, that's a hard man, sell. I, it's a sudden. real hard sell. But if you can give it to them for even, it's 20% more, but it's a real crap brewery. It's I 20% mean, more and twice as good. Well, that the math works. But well, it's it works, twice as good and twice as much. It works for you. Yeah, it does not work for the average consumer. I mean, as we've discussed on the show many times, we are very, very niche when it comes to a lot of what we find acceptable practices. Whereas the average Joe next door is not going to probably spend that much on beer because that two or three dollars is a two or three dollar difference. Yeah, twenty dollar four pack. 
Yeah. To the, <coughs> yeah, exactly. And the first time I bought one of those, I, my, my asshole puckered. Wow. That was a straight dump. Like, yep. Uh, well, the average Joe that lives next door. Well, it's paid, he's not average anymore. Paid way too much for that house and can't afford a real grill. So <laughs> that too, that too. But he's got to save them three dollars for scratch offs, y'all. But that, uh, you know, the first time I I did buy forty dollars, uh, twenty dollar four pack, my asshole puckered quite a bit, and now I'm kind of used to it, which is sad. <laughs> that one really, yeah. Well, hated it. I should not be used to it, but I'm I'm used to it <clears> at this point. Yeah. Well, as Grandpa always yeah, used I mean, to say, you get used to hanging, you hang there long enough. <laughs> All right, so we've we've kind of talked about this whole, you know, the NFL and, and things are trying to change at stadiums because the prices are so insanely expensive. And I found this article, and believe it or not, I found it in the NFL subreddit of all places. Didn't find it in the craft beer or beer subreddit. But Lucas Oil is going to be the first stadium to sell a flight of craft beer. Dude, I, and I, like this makes me so excited. I, I love this idea. Because, you know, it feels like too much. I, and yes, I, I'm being a little cynical here. It, it, it feels like too much. I, I, I both love the idea and hate the idea. Well, all right. So here's where this is a little different. We, so it's three seven-ounce pours. Yeah. So it's not like you're having to walk around with these little tiny tasting glasses. So you're going to get three seven-ounce pours of your choice, and the breweries that they're offering are, are not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I mean they're they're decently they're they're decent uh, Indiana breweries. Um, you know, Sun King is probably the biggest name on the list. Uh, Two Deep is pretty decent as well. Metazoa, Deer Creek, Three Wise Men, a couple others. Uh, you know, like, I, I, and it's fifteen bucks. So, like, as a novelty factor, I love the idea. But, like, seriously, like, there's a place and a time for getting a flight and a place and a time for trying beer. And, like, if you're going to the football game and you have to sample all of the beer, are you there for the right reasons? One of the people who are pouring these beers that do not give two shits about what they're pouring is going to kill somebody across the counter when they're trying to decide what they want in their flight. I mean, you've, yeah. been, it's you've, been to yeah. a, you've been to a bar and someone says, oh, can I get a taste of this? Or, oh, can I get a taste of that? And that's what's going to end up happening with 30 freaking drunk fans behind him trying to get back to the action in the stands. Like, you're, people are going to start camping out and like trying each one of them, trying to figure out what full pour they're going to want something They have opened right? Pandora's box. Uh, this, oh, is, sure. this is a terrible fucking idea. Yeah, I, I, I have nothing positive to say about this. Wow, y'all are hating. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like, look, as a as a beer fan, I love the idea of going and trying different beers. As There's as much as it costs, it. as much as it costs to go to an NFL game, it's buy, not cheap. Buy a beer, go sit down. Thank you. Now, if this was at a pub within the stadium, sure, cool. Okay, well, are you going to bring that back to you and sit it on your lap and you while you're watching the game? Yeah, that's I, that's I, about. I, I mean, like, how ridiculous is this? It's it's just not going to work. Right. It if may not work. You could at be a right. Pub in the stadium? Then why the hell is there a pub at the stadium? I have why no aren't idea. Why you watching either. the game? Exactly. What, what kind of tickets do you have? Now, granted, it's the Colts, so there's a fifty-fifty chance that it's going to be a bad game anyway. But True. like, I just 
like you're there for the wrong All right, reasons. So exactly. Go to the breweries on a Sunday if that's what. That's kind of what I feel. This is you're if you're really going there to get a flight here, while you're at the here's game, what I feel like. Is, I feel like what this is, and, and again, this is my home state, so I, I'm banging on it myself, so I can I can say. But I feel like this is one of those things where a vocal minority said, "Wow, we'd really like this thing," and they're like, "Cool." We'll find a way to do it. We'll get some press over it, and it'll work, or we'll shit can it by week four. Well, my money's on week four because the vendors aren't going to like this. No. This is an increased cost in packaging. Uh, the amount of waste that it generates is... The weight in your line? No. Yeah. <clears throat> now, that oh, makes yeah. sense. I mean, for, that's for, what for yeah. someone to like figure out what three beers they want. But, but here's the thing, though. 21 ounces, 15 bucks. Okay. Oh, it's a great deal. What's, what's 21 fantastic. ounces run at the Panther game? Uh, well, you probably pay I mean, 15 bucks for Pint cans are like nine seventy five now. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. 16 ounces is nine seventy five. So it's not too far to stretch to say 24 ounces would be... If only the there was a way to... $14. I mean, okay. I think as far as stadium so pricing so it's, goes... It's well, roughly it, the same all right, cost. So here's my counter, my counter argument to this whole point. You guys are acting like there's 50 gajillion taps here. What if it's literally just one beer from each of these five places? You get three of them. Maybe there's only three beers, and that's and I, perfect. <clears throat> well, and I, and I think that's probably... Some of this is probably going to be pre-made. right? There's going to be a line, and they'll probably start pre-pouring. So that'll help. And there are five breweries listed. So maybe there's one beer from each. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. think this is a wall of 20 taps from all of these breweries. Oh, I, I don't, agreed. Oh, I, I don't think it's going to be that either. I literally think I, it's probably... A beer from each of these, you get three of them, so you pick three out of five. Okay. That's not analysis paralysis, if you ask me. I know a lot of places are starting to move towards cans, plastic bottles, like where you can't have glass. Draft is a pain in the ass. It's a yep. pain in the ass for everybody involved. Okay. Um, and the number of places that this is even going to be a, a, a thing in around the stadium, it's, it's few. But you well, also it's probably only one spot. But you also see like there's this this renaissance of stadiums trying to cater to everyone. Well, yeah, they've got to get you in because Let's you go, don't want to go to the goddamn game and just because that's football. why you sit in the pub at the stadium instead of watching the game. Well, Ugh. but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, you know what happened to like I'm going to go to the game. I'm going to overpay for you know a beer and it's going to be a macro probably mm-hmm. and a hot dog and that I don't really like and you know or heaven forbid your pregame. Get all your beer there. Right. Well, and I was going to say, like, I follow a few people on Twitter that are, like, big into, like, the sports venue food thing. And it's getting insane at this point. Like, what some of these baseball stadiums are doing to yeah. try to get you into that stadium, I totally see the NFL trying to push the same thing at some point. Seven years ago, was that, um, maybe it was eight, was that um, Safeco Field Mariners game? Got yep. to see King Griffey Jr. Oh, very nice. I will call it bucket list, but I mean, you know, getting to see him get up and take a swing was pretty great. But they had sushi there. Yeah. Which is something I totally expect at a baseball game. But that was right. Seattle, right? It was. Yeah. Yeah, it makes total sense, actually. Yeah. But, <laughs> but does it, though? It really does. Sushi? Yeah. In Seattle, I mean, man. Can't have peanuts anymore because allergies. Right. And nobody's eating Cracker Jacks. If, if because of gluten. Yeah, because of gluten. If, if baseball really wanted to, like... <laughs> <laughs> worry about you know getting more people into baseball stadiums. Maybe they should play another sport instead of baseball. I, I, please tell me there's not stadiums not serving peanuts anymore. Yes, yeah, there's a lot. You got to be fucking kidding. peanut no, allergies, no. man. 
It's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And this was a story like eight years ago that I remember reading. It was all. No, I, I, I told a. Well, it wasn't my joke. It was like a joke a I heard from section. a comedian that talks about the peanut allergy thing, and it's very dark. It was probably two or three years ago that <laughs> I did it. If you want to go back and listen to it or look up uh, Greg Geraldi peanut joke, and it, it holds true even now. Well, and what, what was the joke, Josh? I'm not saying it again. What are you, are you, are, what are you afraid? Don't be scared. We'll be back in 30. <laughs> I'm just not saying a word. I had enough that night to say it. I'm not saying it again. Go back and listen if you want to find it. Fine. I don't know. Maybe I think y'all are just being cynical. Uh, I'll be honest. Yeah, I think this I mean, is cool. There's, there's a little bit of that. I mean, like, again, logistically, it's a nightmare. From a profit margin standpoint, it's going to eat into it. It's a neat novelty. I it won't last. I, I totally agree with you guys. It won't it last. Is, but it It'll is, be done it is very much the... They're hoping to have this featured whenever, like, Monday or Sunday night football is there, and they're showing the picture. Because they always show, like, some food booth. Well, it's like, say, oh, in, we're in, in Philadelphia, and they're making Philly cheesesteaks here. And, like, they're in gonna- a couple of weeks, because you, you don't really watch football, you just play fantasy football, apparently, anymore. Uh, we are playing each other on a Thursday night football game. Oh, so it'll probably be... That's going to suck. It'll for probably several be, reasons. Yeah, it'll probably be featured in that. Well, maybe like they'll said. sell the games out. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I think the hope is that they get noticed and it's like, oh, cool, they're doing this thing at Lucas Oil and that's really neat. I, sure. I just, I mean, I'm not flying to fucking Indianapolis to go watch the Colts play. No, I mean, because you know what? I mean, like, like, again, it's one of those things that it's like, I can't. Nor am I driving to Atlanta for the $5 pale ale that they have down there. I can get a flight anywhere. I don't have to go to a football game to get a flight. Right. Past that, as pretentious as we all can be when it comes to beer, yes. especially when we're with other people. Yes. I'm not doing that to my friends. Okay. Oh, hold on. I'm going to go stand in the, uh, I'm going to go stand in the, the, I'm the, line stand in the, the flight line. I'm going to stand in the flight line. An hour and a half yeah, long an hour and flight half line. Yeah. Have you with ever a, seen a volunteer pour a draft beer before that might not have ever touched a beer faucet before? Oh, many times. And yes. you really want to give them three chances to dip the faucet up in your I beer. I do. I do. Three times. I okay, do. that's great. Yeah, they're going to they're pour out three of those for every one that get filled. For sure. And then maybe spit in it and lick the you glass You know what's going to end up happening, bit. I bet, is that they're going to end up pouring a pitcher and then they'll just fill the cups with the pitchers. Great. Because yeah. that's going to be totally awesome. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, exactly. It, I, I, I hope three it works warm, out. Warm, flat but pitcher I just don't flights. Wanna, yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Well, so are you, really quick before we move on to the next story, are you going to the game, I know time travel thing are you going to the atlanta game in atlanta yeah no okay well because wait well this episode will have come out after the atlanta game so yeah no, i have not gone to atlanta <laughs> to see atlanta well the, i've well, never been to atlanta to well see. it's atlanta carolina that's why yeah. i was asked i didn't know because remember they've got that five dollar pale ale that I've nobody never, seems to know anything about i've never seen but it's a five dollar pale ale was atlanta at home yesterday because surely no, somebody checked because they in. played Philly on Thursday okay I was going to say surely yeah. somebody checked it out yeah, no, 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 no. they played Philly on Thursday played sweet water or terrapin well, that's, that's, the thing. that's our guess is that it's probably terrapin of of all the places that it could be but little side note real quick since we're like a kind yeah. of footballish how, how the fuck do the Panthers play the Lions two years in a row in Detroit Oh, you just want to see your lions in just Carolina. Saying. How does that That's happen? So cute. Well, and it's kind of like, how the hell do we always seem to draw them in either primetime games 
or it's preseason. And I'm not going to fucking preseason game to watch that. No. At all. No. Cool. Shut up, Jeff. You, cool story, you don't have bro. a football team. You play fantasy football. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. I mean, your quarterback's back, and he's actually looked really good. Yeah. He just, I mean, they haven't done anything with the team. It's like they put the whole team on the on the bench. Yeah. Like, ah, we'll just wait and see when, when, when Luck comes back. And he's like, oh, uh, I hurt myself, but I can't tell you why until a year later it was snowboarding. Sorry, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that was funny. Lol, I was totally doing a yeah, yep, frontside yep. ollie. Yeah, bro. Was that really what happened? Yes. Oh no way. He he further hurt his shoulder. Yeah, after he injured accident. it, he further injured it. What? Which yeah. is why they wouldn't say anything about. Yep. It. Yeah. We all wondered, like, did he like? He had they, to have done something. Did they RG three this poor kid and just <laughs> run him into the ground and break him? Is no, he just he scared to come back because they won't give him a line? Right. You know, like he, the poor boy is getting crushed. Yep. And no, he was snowboarding, bro. Oh my god. Yep. That's crazy. It's kind of right. like <clears throat> this whole Lagunitas is deciding to do hop flavored sparkling water because that's a thing again. It was already a thing, but now Waganitas needs to do it. But now it's a big thing. I bet I know why. Why? I haven't read the article. All right. Do tell. I'm going to throw something out there. Okay. Lagunitas makes a lot of beer. Yes. I'd be willing to bet that Lagunitas has a lot of extra hops. What do you do with those extra hops? Hey, let's put in some sparkling water. That'll sell. Mm, I mean, first in, first out. You, I doubt they have a lot of extra hops laying around. How do you know? I mean, you take... Have you been there? Have know, you talked to them? I just know how to do fucking inventory management. Do they? Do you know their inventory manager? Oh Have you talked God. to them? Maybe their contract's too big. That's what she said. <laughs> no, would you like to know the real reason why, Jeff? Okay, please tell me. Because apparently this did take off as a thing and 790 million gallons what? of this shit was made. <sighs> was made or was sold? Well, because... So in, in 2017... So in 2016, it was 574 million gallons. Now we're up in one year from 574 to 790. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Water. Yes, almost. Let, like, let's seltzer. be careful. Yeah, non-alcoholic sparkling water. That doesn't say hop flavored water. Yeah. That's just the generic. Like everybody got real big. Perrier. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Perrier. Yeah. Perrier. Perrier. LaCroix. LaCroix. <laughs> fuck with somebody. Just pronounce all that LaCroches. stuff wrong and watch them like twitch. LaCroix. Beautiful. I love that hot flavored LaCroix. LaCroix. And it's kind of musty. LaCroix. God. It's a musty hop. I want to throw up right now. <laughs> you, uh, you might if you drink that water. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it smells like oniony. <laughs> Moving on, Pogonitas has even decided that they were going to make their own THC-infused sparkling water as well. Kind of moist. You know, Tony and his love of... THC. The the weeds. The the marijuanas. The kush. The kush. The good goods. I don't know. Just at this point, they're just reaching Well, but but again, like, so what's the thing that ABI is terribly afraid of right now? Wine and spirits. Yeah. And so we have seen... Big breweries who are starting to stall out a little bit, they're starting to get creative into areas that don't make sense to us. But I'm sure to some board member that's looking at a report on a dashboard, hey, cool, we just made a bunch of money. 
selling hot flavored water. Now let's add some cannabis to it. It's trendy right now, though. I mean, whether it's alcoholic (laughs) seltzer water or non-alcoholic seltzer, they're both growing at exponential rate. It's 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 like people adding fruit to cider. It's trendy right now. Pretty much. I was going to say, it's not as explosive (laughs) as the non-fruited cider category, but... I, I do have to legit ask this question as somebody that works at a cidery. Do you see that, you know, this... The spiked waters shit thing. Do you see that as an actual competition to what you do? I know it's not, but from a marketing sales standpoint, do you see that as competition? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, it's it's a huge growing segment of the alcohol industry. Is like right now, uh, Boston Brewing. Yeah, they're, they're, truly, they're, they're truly selling, is. Well, yeah, gangbusters. They're, they're selling more. Wicked tea bullshit. Yeah, twisted every- tea. Yeah. cider and yeah, they're selling it that ang- more than angry, Boston angry beer. Archer? Yeah, not yet. Boston beer almost fifty. Per- it's pretty 20%. close. They yeah, will it's be pretty close. So, but their numbers were, if I believe right, because I was, I was, you know, in in the cider industry, two of the only like Woodchuck and Angry Orchard were in the red last year as okay. a company. They were losing market share. Right. Two things pulled them out. Well, Rose cider. And then the other thing for Boston Brewing, though, is in a whole, the Rosé Cider and the Truly brought Boston Brewing yeah, back from the dead, basically. Exactly. So I have to ask this question, too. Why did Rosé Cider become a thing? I don't know. It's the hazy IPA of the cider world. Okay. That, that, that <laughs> makes total sense. I have no idea why Rosé is what it is, but it's I, just, I mean, it's it blew the fuck up. We're making one. Yeah, I know. I saw that. But like when, when I started to see the Angry Orchard commercials, I'm like... Holy shit, this thing has gotten that big? Really? Start seeing the Angry Orchard commercials like, ah, it's over. Chicks, man. <laughs> God. Deep. <laughs> we can't take you anywhere, Kessel. Pretty much. <clears throat> I'm pretty much done. But I mean, I don't know. I just feel like this is another Lagunitas grasping at straws. Yeah. If it sticks, grasping at straws makes it sound like they're desperate. I just think this is one of those things well, where. All right, so you're right. I, I, I think it's one of those things where they're like, "All right, what do y'all want to do next? What haven't we done? I don't know. Pot and hop flavored water. Weed let's do it. water. Let's do some. That's, that's kind of how I feel. I don't think they're going to lose anything. They're just like, it, it, let's. See if it I, I, I think and if Tony's it sells, got. Then... Yeah, I mean, Tony. Tony can like throw a gamble at this. It's successful, and he's just like, ah, I everything I touch turns to gold. I'm Uncle Tony. Watch out. That's right. I'm Uncle Tony. Watch me make hot flavored water. Doing it now. Dude, Rick and Morty won an Emmy. I saw that too. Actually, wasn't it? I still haven't watched it. Really? Get out. All right. Let's take a break. He's done. <laughs> I don't have Hulu. We're not bringing him back. He is we'll, done. We'll be back in 30 minutes. <laughs> wow. All right. the- <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> No, really, I think it is time for break. So we'll no, be back really, in 30. No, really, get out. Hey, but before we take a break, can we do like one more story? 
I don't know. We already took our break because the music's already played. But we kind of forgot about this one, and it it touches so many good points for all of us in this room. Oh, Oh, man. Our favorite brewery, BrewDog. Wait. Okay. Okay. Sure. Is I got you. Sorry. Hooking up with our favorite American brewery, Scofflaw. Oh, and they're oh. now distributing or exporting their beer over into the UK. Has anybody got an eye on the doomsday clock? Are we actually at midnight now? Because I feel like we're I'm really starting to think we are. Because holy shit, we went off the rails in a quick hurry. Are we, we are in the darkest timeline, aren't we? I think we are. I really <laughs> do. So I'm reading like the press release and one line in particular really jumped out at me. Known best for raising hell and shaking up the Atlanta beer market. And and then I had to just like take a break. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Like the the point. Take a minute. Sit your cup down. Tangerine chronic. Uh, Reps over here like what? (laughs) I mean, it's an Atlanta thing. You could at least do some outcasts. Hey y'all. Right. Exactly. I agree. I know who they are. (laughs) I know who they are. But I mean. <laughs> Scofflaw just—they did these stupid things, and they got big from doing it. Like, some what people, the hell? Some people if, believe if you there's want no consistency s- in your beer. You need to go somewhere else. Uh, Brewdog, <laughs> yeah, Match made in heaven, right? I mean, hey, our, our hotel beer thing opened up too. I'm sure everybody's going up to Ohio for that because I want to go to Ohio. No, said I, nobody ever. I, I bet it is. I mean, because, I mean, like, so if they would have extended an invitation that I could have been, like, the first person in one of those rooms, I'd be like, cool. I will, I will go up there and I will do that. Right. The second person in that room, hell to the gnaw. Because that plumbing is going to be gross. Yeah. So gross. Yeah. Yeah. How often do they change their lines? Yeah. So we, part, yes, part, part of the, the BrewDog Hotel was that there would be a tap in your room. Yep. How often, if ever, are they changing those lines or cleaning those lines? Probably never. Just load the mini fridge. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not that hard. It's not that hard of a concept, but yeah, kegerator so, maybe. The, oh. yeah. They're they're doing their thing still. Yay, Brewdog! Ooh. Hey, ding, 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 look ding, at ding. us. Look. Well, and again, I mean that's scofflaw too, right? Look at us. Look at us. Hey, I'm over here. Did you forget about me? No, I just I didn't want to. No, you existed anymore, and yet your doors are still open. Everything's fine here. Everything's okay. <sighs> we don't make the same beer twice. Not because we can't. It's just we don't want to. We don't we want cold to. Can- cold chain shipping, Scofflaw's most celebrated basement IPA. Well, if that's the most celebrated beer that they have, okay, like that's an accurate statement. It doesn't mean it's the most celebrated IPA out there. It's just, yeah. hey, it's the best beer that you've got. <gasps> Good job. Yeah. It still sucks. So actually, basement wasn't bad. I think we liked the basement. Did we? We had the basement. Okay, maybe. Uh, but you know, the one the one thing that I have to wonder is that did they sign some type of a contract with the, the boys of BrewDog? Because you know, we haven't really talked much about that. We've talked about BrewDog and their stupid ideas and their stupid things that they're doing all the time. But in theory, they get enough of this stupid punk investment angel invest investment money that they could become a big player in the world of snatching up some of these breweries. A fool and his money are soon parted. Wells was the only one that liked the basement. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. He likes being in the basement though. So yeah. But I mean, you know, you look at the size of BrewDog and what they're able to do. They could easily snag a, a scofflaw under their umbrella and say, you're now us. 
you're going to contract brewer shit here in the in the states. I don't know. It's it's a scary thought to me, but uh, yeah. I can see it happening. I mean, look, a beer that I don't want to buy made by a brewery that I don't want to buy either. I'm cool with that. Whatever. Well, I would agree with you, but I mean, look at Brewdog's there's, there's ethos. A, the way, the like, way you look this, at it, it's tying up tank space for Scofflaw by Brewdog. So, like, there, there's this weird morality that I think we run into sometimes where. We don't agree with the way Scofflaw has handled themselves. No, and not so at all. it's almost like we like honestly, I, I think we kind of don't want them to succeed. No. And them latching up with Brewdog kind of is them succeeding yes. at being assholes. Yep. Which isn't really the spirit of what we hold precious of the craft beer scene, but we can't just have it our way all the time. So, you know, it is what it, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. Good I for them. Kudos bully, bully, you. Yeah. you know, have fun. Yep. Moving um, on, except for... I, I was just going to say, they give me another reason to, like, being from the Mitten State. Yeah. Ohio. It's, yeah, I'm probably going to upset a couple people from Ohio, but, like, you know, we were always under the impression of, like, let's dig up the state of Ohio. Right. Make it a really big hole. Fill it with water so we can have another great lake. There you go. And that's all that it just makes me want to... I, I'm more. totally on board with that plan. Having spent enough time in that state, I'm on board. I mean, I'm, you're going to get rid of the land of Cleves. What are you going to do? Eh, it's by the lake anyway. It's going to fall like in. Cleveland. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah, there's I Cleveland. mean, the Browns are going to will it into the ocean at some point. <laughs> Make it an island. They tied with the Steelers. What <laughs> fucking year is this? The island of Cleveland. I just like, I don't know what's better. They the f- broke that losing streak, though. <laughs> I, as a Pats fan, you have no idea how good that felt to watch that happen. Like, like but, but like, oh my god, that I, was I cathartic. Was watching, watching the overtime, I couldn't tell. Like, I was trying to figure out what I was more excited about: the fact that Pittsburgh didn't win. Okay, like, so that's number. You know, that's that's high yeah, on that's the list. Okay, big. but then Cleveland didn't win either. So it's no. not like it's not like one of those things where you can say, look, hey, the better team won today. Right. No, no. They sucked so bad, they tied you. No, w- w- what's funny is... Like, it's just the worst possible outcome. As football fans, and especially those of us who play fantasy football, I'm sure you know about the Hard Knocks hype that happens, and the Browns were the Hard Knocks team this year. And watching those episodes, you're like... These guys actually might have chance. Nope. You you proved it in game one. You can't even kick a field goal to win a game in overtime. You're done. It it was rainy. I will give them that. However, you're done. I just just love the the stats that are floating around today. Zero, zero, and one. Best start since 2004. Right. (laughs) You know, I saw something something earlier today, again, stat-wise, and... I would agree with this. If they could go O and O and sixteen, they win the Super Bowl, right? They should. <laughs> that should automatically be a thing. If you can right. tie every game of your season, you should automatically win. Yep, exactly. Speaking of automatically winning wells, it's time for buy no buy. All right, buy no buy. We've been drinking beer <coughs> yeah. throughout the show. Wells uh, hates it when we talk football. Like he gets all weird about it. Well, you're not talking about the Panthers. Start talking about the Panthers. Well, we're not talking about beer. Well. Let's talk about some beer, shall we? Yes, we shall. All right. Bye bye. We've been drinking beer throughout the show. We're going to just give it a thumbs up, thumbs down. Will we buy it? Will we not? Will we drink it? Will we not? Not a sliding scale, just a. Mm, no, I don't want any more of that. Okay. First up. <laughs> yeah. All right. First, first beer up. up uh, I was in Greenville this weekend and um, I saw some of that evil twin surprise Molotov beer. 
Um, it's a it's a nice and light twelve percent triple IPA. Uh, Molotov surprise always have has a different fruit in it. I guess this is batch number four, pink guava. Which uh, honestly, I wouldn't have picked up if it didn't say pink guava. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I don't get a ton of pink guava in this. This is just like multi booze city. Um, this is gonna get you turned. Um, I bought it, but I, I I'm not buying it again. <laughs> Mistakes were made, man. Well, I will I will say though on on a complete side note, I picked up the freshest. Actually, this is gonna sound awful. The freshest six pack of one claw I've seen in a long time. It was only 30 days old. Wow. And it is so damn good. It's a great beer. I'm yeah. loving that beer. And it's like, I wish we could, I wish it would cycle through fast enough that we could get fresh one claw again. Yeah. Because that's, I don't buy it anymore. Because every time I see it, it's like 65 days, 85 days. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not buying that. It says on the can, drink within 90 days. So, yeah. no. Wells, you buying the, uh, the Molotov surprise that you didn't want any more of? I think it's a- <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I thought so much of it the first time around that I didn't even want to bother with it the second. Yeah, that's a big fat skip for me. Uh, you're right. I mean, that that's hot. That's hot for a 12%. Like, we we had that... Uh, <coughs> you can clean your engine with that. <coughs> I mean, here we are talking about the, the parabola last show, 12.7%, so just a little bit bigger, um, but a, a hell of a lot less boozy. If you want to get turnt, drink that. Not Yeah. This like gives me hot breath. It. Like I take a drink, I was just like <gasps> hot breath. So yeah, I'm a total buy. <laughs> Jonathan, what are you? <laughs> it's it's a train wreck. <coughs> it's boozy and just like Jeff said, uh, that, I, I don't get the fruit. I, I was it's, all, it's, by, it's so buried behind the booze and the malt. Yeah. It's I was all excited. It was like twelve dollars for a four pack of twelve percent beer. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> but if you shotgun a couple, oh. It'll get the job done. It'll do something to you. Uh, today's nap brought to you by Molotov Surprise. Molotov Surprise when you want to nap fast. So, true story, version one, I was in GBX as it dropped, and I thought, oh, I love Molotov Cocktail. How could I not love Surprise? And it was the same thing. Like, just a straight booze bomb, like, burn your tongue, nothing else to it, just booze. And I'm like, why is this a thing? I don't get it. Just give me cocktail. I'm good with that. I don't need this weird fruit you're trying to claim you add because it it's not there. Yeah, it does nothing. So uh, no. On a, on a side note, I was absolutely blown away by the quantity and variety of Evil Twin cans. Yeah, like. <sighs> it's almost like they're on a shadow campaign to just capture as much shelf space as possible. There were easily 20 beers from Evil Twin I had never seen before. And if I had to, like, if I had to give, like, a summation of what I feel like they're doing right now, I feel like they're trying to take what is going or what has been going on in the stout world for the last two to three years, and they're putting it in IPAs. Oh, did you like the Whale of the Banshee with coconut and chocolate? Guess what? We have an IPA with coconut and chocolate. And I'm like, huh-uh. Yeah. Uh Huh-uh. Yeah. No, this is bad idea, man. Well, the funny thing—they're wearing bad idea jeans. I'm convinced. Th- well, the funny thing is, is that McKellar has What's the next time I'm going to Haiti. McKellar has been doing this longer than Evil Twin, so like that whole war between the two of them is getting worse at this point. And like Evil Twin is just—he's throwing stupid amounts of money of trying to bury McKellar now. It's a race to the bottom. Yeah, and it's very quickly being won by Evil Twin, which is 
very disappointing to me. It makes it hard to trust either of the brands. Yeah, because it got to the point where McKellar I wouldn't touch an Evil Twin. Yeah, and now it's I don't trust either either of them. Yeah, but we've had the Evil Twin adjunct beers on the show. With some of them are good, but but like anymore, it, it feels like they're there's fit, so many. Like you like said, we hit us we hit a spell for a while where it felt like Evil Twin was a fifty fifty gamble. Yep. And you didn't really know which one you were getting, which are the because we made I think we made that joke about which of the twins were actually getting in this packaged beer, and then they hit a spell where it was like everything we had was like oh this is good they're doing really well and then suddenly they're back to this bullshit again it's just like I don't get it yeah I don't get it yeah I don't either next beer so up. it's a no buy for Josh yeah. uh, next beer up uh, here's one that I bought in Indiana off the shelf just because the label looked cool. Um, from 18th Street Brewery, which is uh, Chicago. Should Hammond on this. Ha- Hammond, Indiana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason uh, Super Hoosier. This is uh, right down the street from him, more or less. Gotcha. 18th Street Brewing, Sea of Hell, Russian Imperial Stout. This is Russian Imperial Stout with coconut and almond added. Uh, by the way, contains almonds. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, by the way. <laughs> I know you don't have a nut allergy, if you know what I mean. Mm. I, uh, I I don't get any coconut out of this at all. There's a little bit of an almond twinge to it, but um, this is mainly just a just a chocolate bomb for me, and not in a good way. I I didn't I didn't like this at all. I'm gonna buy. Wells, I get one thing out of it, and that's 11 percent ABV. Okay, but are you buying it? Mm. For that one thing, no. Okay, Jonathan. Uh, mostly, what I get is just a lot of dark, bitter roast, and I get no coconut. And I didn't know that, you know, until yep. you just told me. Yep. And I mean, knowing that now, I'm even more. I mean, it, it's okay, but I'm more of a no buy now, knowing that what is supposed to be in it that yeah. I don't get anything of. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. No. Josh. No. 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 This is just. Hateful and evil. I don't want that. Yeah, no, I don't want that thing. That's atrocious. Thank you. That's glad, gross. I'm glad to hear you say that. Uh, yeah, this is just uh, weird. I, there's no coconut. There is some almond mealiness to it. Yeah. And it almost feels like sediment in the glass. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, I think that's just you. Or maybe it was that one. There was one of these two that I had like floaties in the bottom of my glass from. And I'm Mal- not happy about Malta that. Maltov for sure. Well, no, it wasn't an IPA. It was one of oh. those, these two. Well, let's see. I don't think it was that one. Maybe. I don't know. One of them gave me Science. some crap. But uh, yeah. yeah, no. No, bye. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying it. Next beer up. Next beer up. Next beer up. Um, I feel like this was something Wells brought up couple shows ago. You guys asked for it, and I brought it. Yep, you sure, sure did. Is. You sure did, and, and thanks for doing what we asked you to do. However, <laughs> uh, Prairie Artisan Ales, consider yourself hugged. Oh, oh, This is an imperial stout with peanut butter roasted coffee. Peanut butter roasted coffee. The hell? Even Wells has got that, like, what the fuck happened face. Wait, wait, wait. That's not the beer that I bought. Yes, it is, sir. <laughs> so a microphone. You need to talk you, to you it. You did not read the label. That's fine. Do they just dump a bunch of beans and peanut butter and, like, cover them all up and then, like, 
bake it and then they have just to crack coated, the peanut butter they off just, the beans. They just afterwards. coated peanut butter it's, all over. And ran through a playground. And ran through a playground. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's the thing. Uh, I, I am not a huge fan of peanut butter beers to begin with. Um, when pouring this, I was I thought for a second, I'm like, is this somehow like one of their bomb series where it's got like the, the hot pepper in it? And then I looked at it, I'm like, oh no, it's just their coffee. Great. It's gross coffee. I don't like their coffee. I don't like the coffee. I don't like the peanut butter. I don't like this beer. It's gross. No buy. Wells? Wells? Oh, it's all right. I'm not going to buy it, but it, it does have the oddest roast to coffee and beer. Well, it's because they roasted it with their peanuts. Like, uh, peanuts. Peanuts. Just, Sorry. One more time. It was roasted with peanut butter. There we go. Give up on saying peanuts. Jonathan, where are you? Uh, it almost tastes a little like green to me. Yeah, it's, it's that green pepper coffee flavor. Yeah, that it, I can't it's, stand. there's something coming off that's not. Doesn't, and and I like peanut butter. It's like one of my favorite things on the earth. And mm, that one alone, this does not do it for me. So I'm a no buy. I mean, I am the monster. As I tweeted, I tweeted this statement. I am the monster that likes, nay, enjoys peanut butter beers. I love them. This is atrocious. Agreed. This is disgusting. It's real bad. I don't know what the hell it is, and I am shocked that Prairie would put something out like this. Mm. Yeah, when I saw the bottle, I was really surprised. I was like, ooh, what do we got from Prairie here? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, ooh, it's got to be some weird pastry stout, but this is just some nasty... It is a weird pastry stout. ...thing that I'd want no part of ever again, and yeah, no. All right, final beer up. Final beer up. Um... From uh, my home state, Indiana. College Town of Bloomington. Upland Brewings. Barrel-aged fruited ale. This is the peach. Um, we have had a number of Upland sours on the show. <clears throat> and the uh, fact that they're just like readily available here now is really bizarre so to me. I don't know that I've seen any in Charlotte, but well, not you Charlotte, hop across the border, they're, yes. they're readily available in South Carolina. Now, yes. I will tell you, you will pay a premium for this beer. Uh, they were asking, uh, this is a seven fifty. dollars uh, they were asking like $25 for these. What? Um, you and I'm not team. sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened uh, with, with this, but I was in Greenville and I was at GBX and he had some of these on a shelf for $15. And I'm like, well, yes, I will gladly buy buy uh, Upland Sours for $15 for a $7.50. Um, I have had the peach before. I really appreciate the peach. Um, the last time I actually had this, I had it with a really nice uh, peach and blackberry cobbler with some vanilla ice cream. And it was just, it all worked together really well. So I'm a homer on this one. This is my boulevard. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm a buy on this one. I really like uh, the peach from Upland. Wells? I still have nightmares about the time that I had the kiwi. Kiwi, yes. I know you were going to say the kiwi. This is great. Like, this is just peachy enough to let the fruit express itself. Um, oh, I, I, I really enjoy this. Just the right tartness level. Jonathan? Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's fantastic. Uh, especially with the tartness level. Because you know, they get too acidic. Yeah. I get the crazy heartburn. This is right in my comfortable wheelhouse sour range right here. And it yeah. is okay. delicious. Josh. Bye. Here's the moment of truth right now. <coughs> it's still a teeth ripper. But uh-huh. it's not overly teethy, rippy. Man. 
Let's get that kiwi in here. I'll show oh. you teethy rippy. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Uh, so Upland Sours and I, we have a very odd relationship. I want to like them because I know Upland makes some, in my opinion, world-class sours. Yep. And most of the time, I just don't like them because I get a heartburn yeah. or I get uh, the enamel pulling. This doesn't have any of that. It's got a little bit of tartness on it. It's like the perfect amount of tartness for yeah. me. So, I, it's good. I feel like I say Big this a lot it. with the Upland, especially the Upland fruited sours, but I would like kill for a big hunk of brie right now. Ooh, yes. Oh. Baked brie. A mm. little bit of honey on it. Honey or not. I mean, mm. you know, I just take it as it is. But. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Well, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Uh, in this instance, we only bought one beer, so it's going to be an easy thing. But uh, <laughs> normally, it would be of all the beers that we bought during buy no buy what's the one that we want on tap in our home kegerator <coughs> i wonder what everyone's going to choose since we only bought the upland yeah um i'm a homer so i'm going upland because i'm a homer also because i, I mean I, I i didn't like the others enough so i don't yeah. want wells, you guys to buy that was fun <laughs> <laughs> what do you want wells what do you, what do you tap? i don't know like uh you can find us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right, so here's the, the sad, oh. honest truth. Sometimes we have amazing lineups. Sometimes we have shit lineups. This happened to be... It really, like... And on looked, paper, it didn't on look On paper, bad. it looked fine. No, it looked great. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you know, like like I said, I, I, I bought the, the 18th Street on the label. It looked yeah. great. Coconut, almonds. I'm like, okay, cool. This is going to be like an Almond Joy. Like, I'm in for that. That this would, Or Almond uh, no Joy. Yeah, no, Almond Joy, yes. Almond Joy has nuts, Mounds don't. Yep. Um, that would have been great, and it just didn't pay off. The Molotov Surprise, I thought that was going to be good. It didn't pay off. The peanut butter, I didn't want anything to do with, but it sucked anyway. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, when I saw and Wells told me it's peanut butter beer, I'm like, I got all giddy inside. I'm like, because I love peanut butter beer, and that thing was... Oh, he likes oh. peanut butter everywhere. So, yeah, uh, by default, Upland Peach wins. <laughs> Hooray! So, so yay! Two clean sweeps in a row. Right, but I mean, this is still a by good default, though. I mean, but, like literally. <laughs> but this is still. I will argue this. This is still a good beer. Oh, totally. This is not just like yeah, a kind yeah, yeah, of yeah. won by bullshit. This yeah. is actually like me as the person on the show that probably likes sours the least. I still bought it. So yeah, it, it is. It is a very excellent sour. And if you happen to be in the Greenville area, Scott Buckmaster. Um, you should run down to Devon's and grab one of these, uh, especially since they're only 15 bucks. It is totally worth it. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, those Upland Sours, man. Whew. Good stuff. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. A lot of fun. All right, Jeff. We're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Go to craftbeercast.com. Find us. Look at our old episodes. Uh, recommend us to your friend. Go to patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Support us there. That'd be great. Um, rate and review us. Wherever you're downloading your podcasts from or go to Google Play and rate us there or iTunes or whatever, really tell a friend. That's that's really the most impactful thing for us, I think. Uh, growing listenership is, is important. Uh, we've got a Facebook page, facebook.com slash craftbeercast. Um, meanwhile, if you want to interact with us, go to Twitter at CBcast. Uh, we don't always respond right away, but usually between me and Josh, one of us is on yeah. and sees stuff like at least every other day. Yeah. And then sometimes Josh will respond and then I'll come in a couple days later and I'll have my two bits to put in and it's all good. But Wells, Definitely. you have anything uh, you want to pimp? You can find me at all the Wells on the Insta Twits. Jonathan. 
Uh, you can find me on the Twitters at JREP1972. Is there, a, is, is, there a, is there an establishment here in the Charlotte area that we could come and support you? Oh, yeah. At Red Clay Cider Works. Absolutely. There you go. There hey, you go. boom. Plug. <laughs> boom. Plug. Hashtag plug. Plug that Red Clay Cider Works, y'all. It only it's uh, it's getting uh, fall time. The uh, bourbon barrel aged apple should be coming back. We should have point? a couple of different bourbon barrel ages out Man, this I, winter. That that is that bourbon barrel aged apple is so good. It is tasty. I, I was uh, so so maybe is it, some uh, cider with fruit in it. Oh. <laughs> non fruited ciders for me, please. Fruited ciders. As, as I as I tried to get into bourbon, sometimes I can't just drink it straight. Right. And I found that throwing just a touch of apple juice in there, like, really makes it nice. I, bourbon barrel-aged, you know, apple ciders, like... Perhaps maybe it should be on the show. I'm just saying, if only we knew a guy. I know, we'll, right? We'll, we'll get you guys some. Right on. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Like Jeff said, rate and review us. Tell a friend. People need to know about our brand of jackassery. Uh, again, if you're a bottle shop or a brewery and you want to have us show up for our 300th episode, <laughs> we're taking bids. Yeah, Is that what it's come down. We're to? taking bids at this point. Uh, I don't know. I just show me fun. what you got. Show, I like what you got. Why should we record it? I want place? to see what you like. He's always, he's like trying to make the jokes. So he has no idea. Yeah, you do need to, to go watch. You need to go watch Rick and Morty like, now, immediately. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else. So we will talk to you guys next Thursday. 